Shark Child, and this is The Dark Verse, a collection of my strange works with the sole purpose of sharing with you a unique world of horror and fantasy that will follow you to the visions of your sleep. For this episode, I'm going to throw something quite thought-provoking at you. It's uh, one of my deeper stories. There's a lot of hidden meaning in this one, and It's very abstract, so you're going to have to listen carefully. It's pretty short, but it's packed full of good imagery and uh, good philosophy. Well, I don't know about good philosophy, but I mean invoking philosophy. So I hope you enjoy it. And after you enjoy it, make sure you go to sharkchild.com. All right, here it is. This is episode 47 of The Dark Verse, and it is entitled, Nigh Outlasting the Fear of Death. Tears from the heavens bore death like cannonballs ignited under the misery of hate. Like meteors sentenced to the fate of the world, these burning embers fell. Fist-sized, amorphic masses of light ripping through plain. They poured through the hole and people alike with effortless elegance, spewing portions of things into a cataclysmic collage of mingling elements. These vessels of execution uttered strange calls as they voyaged between the lives of those who would live no longer. Their unidentifiable forms billowed chime-like twinkles of melody mixed with discord. It was the Baroque sound of demise. Before long, I was falling from the sky, still buckled to my chair, a part of the grotesque spread of disastrous art. Pieces of plane were scattered about me as well as other hapless souls, whether alive or dead I could not tell. I was falling from 12,000 feet above the ground with nothing on me but the business attire I was traveling in. I flailed my arms to control myself, to rework the destiny of my situation, but the final page had already been turned. Death, I knew, awaited me, and with that realization came a wash of terror equal to the scribbles of Alpha Miles' picturesque unraveling in my grave departure. I unhooked my seat belt and departed from my seat, allowing myself a more controlled fall, a more calculated conclusion. The dilemma of time then embraced its role. Death was coming, but it was not swift. The fall was a path, a journey, to the limitations of my existence. There was time enough to outlast the fear of death. There was time to think, time to analyze, time to dream. There was time aplenty to relinquish the anticipation and acceptance of the inevitable. Death was there to be greeted, welcomed, even perhaps named. Its anticipation was no more. 
With the profound abolishment of fright came euphoria, or perhaps more properly described, insanity. I smiled with the sinister blissfulness of knowing when I would meet my end. It ignited a physical hum throughout my being, an inner glow that swelled against the walls of my flesh. With this strange anomaly of emotion, a string of words came to mind. So light and sweet to my thoughts were they that they poured from my mouth. Angels of the skies, demons of the earth, prepare my arrival as I descend to new birth. Nightmares of the first, dreams of the after, welcome the morbid with the sounds of sublime laughter. And then I laughed, a coarse, rough, diabolical laugh, letting the fierce wind against me take its sound. The ground was closing on me, but I knew its shade, its hue, and its tone, and it did not shake me. Open to me! I shouted to the earth below. There's nothing to hide now! Show your face! To my words the earth listened, and so its demons replied, the feast is coming. It hangs on your back. And with that, I rolled my body, turning my eyes to the sky. My heart skipped. Wait, I said, fearing once more, letting unwanted anticipation regain its reign. But I was already dead. Surprise! The demons of the earth whispered, hammering the word into my essence even after I had uncoiled from life. Death fell upon the ground like food sprinkled into the bowl of the fish. The demons of the earth commended the generosity of the angels of the skies. They then together rejoiced for what they had accomplished, a beautiful tragedy of a unionized playful effort. But when the moment of celebration depleted, their conflict again continued. When the memory of their fun faded, the revulsion towards each other rekindled. All are influenced by the changing of time, boredom with an eternal role, except the fear of death, and death itself. And so concludes episode 47 of The Dark Verse. And just so you know, when I reference books in my stories and different authors, they're all made up, so don't go looking for them in Google because you won't find anything. Maybe one day I'll create something for them just to, you know, have some fun. But, uh, yeah, they're all fictional, but it just kind of creates that cool mystery, I think at least. Go to thedarkverse.com to download all of the past podcasted episodes or you can get them on iTunes or you can get them at the Zune Marketplace. Please, if you have an extra second of time, give The Darkverse a rating on iTunes. It takes, yeah, it takes but a second. So please do it. Also, check out sharkchildsremains.com if you are interested in purchasing the first 26 Stories of the Dark Verse in book form for only $25 and free shipping. That is sharkchildsremains.com. Keep it real. All stories on the Dark Verse are the sole property of Sharkchild and cannot be used for distribution, 
publication or monetary gain without my written consent. Sleep deeply and remember to love. Listen to the talk first. Oh, oh, the, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah.